This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. I'll thank Stuby, too. He's on the front line. But uh, especially to Baylor, Scott, and White, thank you. We'll say that again a time or two this hour. And uh, right now we begin this hour with today's SPCA of Texas dog. I need to mention to you also that all of the dogs at the uh, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center have tested negative for distemper. So that center is uh, now back open again. I got a news release to that effect. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Dasha. D-A-S-H-A. She is a shepherd mix with somewhat shorter legs than the standard German shepherd. She has black fur with white highlights on her chest and tips of her paws. She weighs in at 43 pounds, so she's somewhat on the small side for her kind. Dasha has been at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center for some time now, so she's really looking forward to finding a forever home. She came to the SPCA of Texas after being discovered with some friends living in the middle of the woods. She has a bit of a quirky personality, and it took some time for her to get used to getting attention and pets from people. But tasty treats went a long way in that process. Being an outside dog by nature, Dasha would love to have a home with a secured fence. But Dasha could probably do well in a low-traffic apartment as well. She would more than likely be just fine with other dogs, but she would prefer not to go into a home with children under age 12. Just think about her past and and love her and nurture her with that in mind. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Dasha has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, west of I-30, uh, west of Hampton Road, at I-30, west of Hampton Road. Let me let me try that one again. This is take two. It's been a while since I did it because they were closed for a little while there for three or four weeks. Okay, so it's the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center located at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available uh, by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. One word spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And this is Dasha, the, uh, what did I say, 43-pound German Shepherd mix, D-A-S-H-A. Let's see if we can get her a nice home. Wouldn't that be nice? And that is sponsored by Baylor Scott and White Health. Here we have that chance to say thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy in Texas. No kidding. At 105 degrees, no kidding. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. And they are saying, no kidding. (laughs) Through the pandemic, we are mules. You know that? Mules are probably easier to keep healthy and happy than humans are. We uh, put up all kinds of fights in the pandemic about masks and about vaccines and everything else. And uh, it's time to say thank you to the people who were out there on that front line all of that time. And uh, they took the chance. They were there. They missed a lot of time with their families. And uh, we need to be grateful for what they have done. They never gave in. They never settled for good enough. Those are words that just did not enter their conversation. It's not as easy to protect us from COVID, but we saw them showing up every day and giving every ounce of their energy. To you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. I do. Uh, I'll be wearing mine in church today. 
It's just an important thing that we need to do. Those are great ways to show our support for one another and to share our messages on social media. That's even more important and, and to get that word out. Become a teacher. Become a supporter of humanity. And so let's do it one more time uh, just in support of Baylor, Scott & White Health and the frontline workers. Join me, won't you? Let's say it one more time. Thank you. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. Let's go to Reed and Grapevine, who's been waiting very patiently. Reed, thank you for that. How can I help you? Well, Neil, I've got a quick question. I think, what was the lily the man was talking about? Uh... Laying over, he kept using that term. Yeah, that was an unusual term. It was tropical giant, um, and it is a, a lovely a plant that is uh, Hymenocallis, H-Y-M-E-N-O-C-A-L-L-I-S, uh, tropical giant spider lily. It's not the spider lily Lycoris that we're used to thinking about, the red one that blooms about six weeks from now. This yeah, one I have that tor- one, so if I look... Yeah. Line it is tropical giant. I'll get it close enough that it. No, you got to be pretty close on that one because it's right at the front of the name. H y m e n o c a l l i s. I don't think you'll have any trouble finding it uh, either for reference point or also to buy online. Yeah, I think I've seen those things, but I didn't have. I didn't know what they were. They're not something you want in a. What I'd call a visible spot in your yard, but they're not like a something that you have at your front door, are they? Aren't they kind of? I would say it may be the most beautiful bulb there is in terms of the foliage. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have the wrong plant. It's gorgeous. Its leaves are big and bold. They're maybe two inches wide and about two or two and a half feet long. Glossy dark green. It is a beautiful bulb. And then when those flowers come out, they are, they are. Um, they're star-shaped, but they are deeply trimmed. I mean, the, the points that come out come way out and, and uh, just really like, like a spider's legs, like a granddaddy long leg, uh, leg coming out. They come yeah. way out. Yeah, I'm really Pure white. Okay, I'm going to yeah. ask one more quick one. Did the, uh, I have a black hog viburnum I've had for years in my yard, and uh, it has, after the freeze and all the freezes uh we had i had a some smaller limbs in there that died off and ever since that time it when it gets hot and dry even though i water good the leaves never really perk up the way they should you know they don't they're, they're it's still alive still growing but they don't look they don't look right they kind of hang down a little bit is but are they what zone are they Oh, north of here, it's native in our area, and and uh, right. you wouldn't you wouldn't see a you're talking about rusty black hole viburnum. Yes, sir. You wouldn't see a plant that is native here uh, suffer with the cold that we had last year. Granted, that was a record-setting cold spell, and granted, it was highly unusual. But but I I I have one, and I didn't see any die back on mine. That didn't mean one thing compared to you know I. It might be in a protected location, whatever. Yeah. But but I can't imagine a native plant uh, having been hurt badly. Of course, live oaks were hurt, and they're native uh, west of the Metroplex by 30 miles. And I, um, keep, it, I, I noticed I'm out here this morning looking at it, and it looks better. I, I have really saturated it the last couple of days. Uh, I, I have to I have to go back to what you said though, and and I may have to agree with you a little bit because if it was completely and and totally normally healthy prior to uh, last winter, a year and a half ago, uh, and then came out of February 2021 in bad shape, then then there wasn't much else to blame it on other than that cold. But uh, I'd be that that's highly unusual, I will put it that way. Yeah, and it's well it's on the south side of my house. It's protected a little bit, so but anyway, I, I just want to make sure that well, it doesn't make any difference what it is, it's it is what it is. But Yeah. Uh, thanks it's, so much for your help. I'm glad I could help. It is worth replanting and I would I would recommend it for somebody else. 
you know, there's, there, there are plants that we lost last year that I would never recommend again just because we lost so many of them. But that one I would always recommend. It's a lovely big shrub, lovely plant. It is. Uh, this one's big. It's pretty tall. Yeah, they get big. They sure do. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, and thanks for waiting on me. J- uh, Jason in Denton, I can help you with your Nellie R. Stevens. Harry in Waxahachie, stay with me. I'll try to help you with your pear tree. I think I can help both both gentlemen. Neil's Prairie's Lone Star Gardening, thirty two ninety five. That's all you have to pay. That's my book. That's the lowest price I've had on that printing of the book, and I'll keep it um, uh, through the rest of the summer. Uh, but I would suggest you get it now because I'll keep it as long as I have fifth printing copies available, and they're going very, very rapidly. So I encourage you to get it bought right away. Sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. I sign each copy as it sells. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Never has been. Don't intend for it ever to be. Uh, the reason is I can sign them this way. If they go out in stores or on Amazon, I don't have that opportunity. I sign them in my garage and take them to the post office myself on Tuesdays each week, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on uh, when the orders come in. And so uh, that's uh, that's kind of the routine, and I enjoy it very, very much. Uh, the book has 11 chapters. They cover gardening and all aspects of outdoor gardening. It covers lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It's all in there. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages of text, a huge amount of information, more than 25 multi-page charts. And as I mentioned, I sign every copy as it sells. And uh, if you're not happy with the book, I'll refund every penny. No questions asked. No requests so far, ever. And uh, so I think people are basically very happy with the book. I see a lot of people ordering uh, a second and then a third copy of the book. Hey, I like your book. I'd like to order one now for my friend. And uh, that really makes me feel good inside. The two ways that you can order the book, one would be from my website, one would be by calling my office, uh, Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very much. And as I mentioned last hour, I had Tommy on the air with me on sister station KLIF yesterday. We are talking about birds and summertime water needs of birds and bird feeding. He is a very avid bird watcher and uh, and he also discussed with us what he would be talking about in his sermon this morning and it's worthy of note because I think it'll be very very special we're taking our grandson who is now uh, a teenager 13 uh, Joseph will get to hear with us uh, Tommy talk about the James Webb Space Telescope and the wonders of creation won't that be fun to hear a pastor address it from that standpoint that's going to be fun he is he is a wonderful preacher in the sense of the term and just a wonderful friend as well. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Uh, the services that remain so far this morning will be at 10.05. That one live streams at sharingtheheart.org. And then the 11 o'clock service is at 11.10, actually. So join us, won't you please? The ever-shifting soils in North Texas are responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. They're awful. 
They're awful when it gets wet. They're gooey. They stick to your shoes and you get big feet. And when they're dry, you lose golf balls when you play on courses like I can afford. Uh, don't play anymore. I gave that up for something less frustrating. But uh, it's just amazing how much change there can be in our soils. Advanced Foundation Repair can make your house whole again. If it has cracks about like the golf course I described, then they can bring it all back together and give you a solid house once again. Fred Marshall takes that seriously. I always say they have earned the right to call themselves Advanced foundation repair because they've led their industry into a lot of things one of them is uh, free home inspections they'll come out and do a very thorough analysis of your foundation you get almost a topographic map of the foundation showing what problems there are how bad the problems are where they are and uh, what needs to be done to correct the problems and when they identify them that way and when they come out and repair those problems they are fixed brother and sister they are fixed and you get a guarantee that they're fixed for the lifetime of the house that's backed by cash in the texas foundation warranty trust and if there ever is a problem that develops as a result then it's redone no charge that's pretty spectacular it's advanced foundation repair call for that free home inspection and the phone number is one you will have a hard time forgetting it's almost melodic to say it 214-333-0003 that's 214-333-0003 the website is foundationrepairs.com foundationrepairs.com Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you, sir. Let's go to Jason in Denton. Jason, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Good morning. Thanks yes, for the sir. time. Hey, back in March, we planted about 30 Nellie R. Stevens hollies, uh, mostly in about full sun to mostly sun. Uh, mm-hmm. We're definitely experiencing some stress with those at this point. Um, a couple have uh, died, or two or three, and then we've got four or five that are definitely severely stressed. Uh, the ground cover around them is about inch, maybe inch and a half rock and stuff. And so I suspect part of it's probably just this heat, but I'm wondering if some of it's that ground cover that might be baking uh, the root balls and whatnot. I would say there's zero chance of that. Um, in my experience with Nellie R. Stevens holly, it's my favorite shrub, and uh, I have grown them for 52 years in North Texas since we moved here. Uh, Steve Dodd gave me my first one the first week we lived in North Texas, um, and I've grown it ever since. Uh, the only thing I've ever seen bother that plant is getting too dry. And, I, in fact, in eGardens this coming week, I'm going to go ahead and scoop my own story and, and tell people one of the stories that will be in eGardens this week is uh, a warning. It actually is the third time I've done it this year. Uh, the importance of of watering new plants by hand. Uh, They need to be watered every other day with an amount of water equal to the size of the container from which they were planted. If it was a five-gallon plant, it needs five gallons of water every other day. I, I I would compromise to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so that uh, take the weekend off, but but a 10-gallon pot gets 10 gallons of water. Sometimes that means that you need to come back and water it twice. You water all 30 plants, then you come back and water them a second time. You put uh, if if it's a 10-gallon plant, you put five gallons on, work your way down the road, then you come back and do it again. The problem with hollies. And the thing that is so deceiving about hollies and magnolias especially is that those two types of plants have leathery leaves that don't wilt. And and all they do is sit there and change color subtly. And people don't realize that they've gone past the point of no return until they're way past the point of no return. We water them and and, and they, they don't recover. And the next day or two days later, they're brown. 
And uh, so, I, I, unfortunately, I see that happen all the time. And it will happen to older, mature plantings that are well-rooted um, two or three weeks from now if we don't get some more rain. People who had them as a screening hedgerow uh, and, and don't water at all, they will lose them because they're not, not putting any water on them. But that's what it is, uh, Jason. I've seen it so many hundreds of times that, uh, and, but, uh, that I know. There's a major, major corporation in McKinney. Uh, they did a, a building add-on that was millions of dollars. They bought some of the most beautiful container, Nellie or Stevens, I believe, or Oakland Hollies. I'm, I don't remember which. And had them in, in big pots and watered them faithfully while they were above ground in pots waiting for all the construction to finish. And then they put them out in the ground and counted on their sprinkler irrigation to water them, and it was not sufficient. It never is. And they lost uh, half of those plants just because of that. They have to be watered by hand. Uh, drip irrigation won't work. Um, what I'm going to be writing about this week is a water bubbler. I was taking photos last night. Um, a water bubbler is not, not anything that's permanent in place. It goes on the end of the hose, and you move from plant to plant with it but it'll let you water at full speed, uh, full water pressure, full volume, uh, individual plant by plant by plant. I know it's boring, but it gets the job done as quickly as possible, and it does a great job. So that, that was a sermon, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, go ahead and do yeah. that now and save as many of them as you can, and you can replace the ones that don't make it. And, and uh, uh, I lost a couple of plants myself this year where uh, I had somebody helping me at one point, and they didn't get the message, so I wasn't too pleased. I phone's, phone's cutting out badly, Jason. Say it again. Ooh. Brutal. Increase that soaker hose. Soaker hose probably is not going to work because you're not going to run it for the 10 hours it would take. It, it would take so long to get that water down 15 inches down. I, I, I really hope that people will water them by hand. Put a, put a okay. water bubbler. They're hard to find. Um, they're the size of a man's fist with uh, 100 holes in them. I've been saying the size of, a, of your finger. The holes are not that large. They're the size of a pencil maybe. But um, I looked carefully last night to make sure I'd been telling people right, and I had not. Um, they go on the end of a water uh, wand so that you don't have to stoop over too much and, um, and, and just do it by hand. It's boring, uh, but, you know, it's good therapy. Yeah, all right. We'll increase water. That's what it takes. Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, that's what it takes. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Good luck with them. All right, Harry and Waxahachie, stay with me. We'll talk about your pair with fire blight and, uh, and more right after, uh, right after the newscast. Folks, if you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-WBAP. Sunburst shutters. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments and you want something beautiful and inspiring, Oh, do I have it for you. Plantation-style sunburst shutters. These are made of polywood. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It is a fabulous product. It's completely synthetic. It contains no natural wood, and uh, yet it looks like wood. From 18 inches away, you won't be able to tell that it's not wood. They're so easy to operate. They come in two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size, so you get any look you want. They're custom made to any opening, any size opening, any shape opening. They love the special challenges. Let them bring samples to your home and hold them up in your window so you can see how great they will look. You'll be as excited as Lynn and Neil Sperry were the first time that we saw them, and then about three weeks later when they brought the finished product out and assembled them right there in our house. It's Sunburst Shutters. I love talking about them. Nice, nice people. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And the phone number for all of the above, including Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, 214-343-2601. It's sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. 
100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. North Texas Water Company's calling on its customers to conserve. I'm Dennis Martin from the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident on the northwest side of Fort Worth has shut down northbound Highway 287 between Bonds Ranch Road and Blue Mound Road. In Richland Hills, a bridge demolition project has closed eastbound Highway 121 from Handley Enterville Road to East Loop 820. And with WBAP's first traffic on the ones. I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Sunny and hot today. The high 105 degrees. Tonight, clear, warm, overnight low 82. Tomorrow, Monday, it'll be sunny and hot again. 106, the likely temperature. Same on Tuesday and undoubtedly the same on Wednesday. Right now, 87 degrees in both Dallas and Fort Worth. The North Texas Municipal Water District says one of its water treatment plants unexpectedly shut down Saturday night. It's asking users to immediately reduce their water use, especially outdoors. The North Texas uh, Municipal Water District is the primary supplier of water to residents of Collin, Rockwall, and Kaufman counties, as well as large parts of North Dallas. Food banks across the U.S. say they're having trouble meeting the needs of families struggling to put food on their tables. The head of Feeding America San Antonio told Fox News his agency is pretty typical. We feed about 90,000 people a week, and that need has gone up to now 100,000 people a week. Feeding America says overall 53 million people received assistance from food banks and pantries in the year 2021. 80% of those food banks reported sharp increases in demand since then. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Why should you pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own a Mueller building? Mueller's Backyard Buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right there in your own backyard. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's Standard Series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-MUELLER. Three five five three, or visit them at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, Mueller's fabulous, MuellerInc.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask, Alexa, open WBAP. When do you need a certified arborist at your home? You need a certified arborist if you have a shade tree. If you have a shade tree that has any importance to you, any value to your property, you need a certified arborist. Where do you find a certified arborist? You can call 866-552-7267. That is the phone number to Arborological Services. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. They have three Texas Arborists of the Year. They have an award-winning uh, tree climbing uh, uh, crew or a uh, person, Miguel Pastanez, the 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion. 
And uh, he's the, the gentleman who brings his crew to work on our trees. These are the only people who will ever touch our trees. Why do you need a, a, a team like this to work on your trees? Because you want the best. Your trees represent the biggest uh, investment in your landscape. They represent thousands of dollars if you have a quality tree or trees and they're uh, perfectly placed around your landscape, they're worth a lot of money, and you need to uh, do all that you can to protect that value. That's by contacting Arborological Services. For routine tree maintenance all the way to heroic tree saving, they do the best work. They're fabulous. The only company I want to recommend, the only company I will ever use. Arborological Services. That's 866-552-7267. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts, all as one word. And on the web, arborological.com, 866-552-7267. It's Arborological Services. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. Before I go back to um, to our call from Harry and Waxhatchee, I want to mention to you my eGardens newsletter and invite you to subscribe to it. You can see it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And I want to take this opportunity to uh, do something kind of out of the ordinary. Uh, I wrote something kind of out of the ordinary in eGardens this week. A week ago, about an hour from now, we lost somebody very important to many of us, important um, professionally and important emotionally, a, a dear friend, Ted Nichols Payne. I'm broadcasting from my office in McKinney. I have not hidden that fact, but I also haven't discussed it very much. I have told you I have vertigo, and it can hit me very quickly, and I don't do a lot of driving, certainly not long-distance driving. Uh, it's about 45 miles to the radio station, and I have to use high-speed internet to to broadcast. And Ted set up all of this equipment that I'm using so that I can broadcast. Ted worked with me for 30 years at the prior station. Ted's almost all 30 years. I've known him for 35 years. I've been here for 12. And he produced the Texas Rangers broadcasts and the Dallas Cowboys broadcasts, and he got me going on this equipment. He's 22 years younger than I am. And people of that age don't just, don't, aren't, aren't lost like Ted was lost last Sunday morning. He was a very close friend of our son Todd in California. And Todd's the one who broke the news to me just within two hours of losing uh, Ted. And I wrote about that in eGardens. And so if you want to see some photos of Ted that that I took or that Ted sent me in text messaging, we did a lot of stuff together, a lot of remote broadcasts together, and had a lot of fun together at those broadcasts. He was my board op early on, just as Mike Bass is my board op right now. Ted was brand new in the business when he came in, and I'd describe how that felt, seeing him, a raw kid. And then years later, realizing this is the most respected guy at what he's doing. The Rangers gave him a moment of silence the other day in their broadcast, and you have to be respected to get that. Most of us won't get that, you know? Ted did. The only thing out of it that that would let Ted know how much people appreciated him, because I don't think enough people told him that, the only thing that might have let him know was he had COVID really badly two years ago. We thought we were going to lose him. And when he got well, he could see the comments and the prayers and the love, the outpouring. He could see that. 
and that had to let him know. I hope it did. Miss him so much already. We all do. So that's in eGardens if you want to look at that. Let's go back to the phone lines now. Phone number, lines are filled, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Harry in Waxahachie, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I called you a couple of months ago about a pear tree that I had fire blight with. Yes, I did a battle with it. I've, I have basically butchered that tree, getting all that stuff out of it. The, about two weeks ago, I was out looking at it, and I saw some little white, uh, I'm going to call them mites or insects on the leaves that were smaller than a pinhead. Uh, I took some uh, insecticide, and I can't remember what I used. I sprayed it. I was out looking at the tree yesterday, and there's little brown spots appearing on the bottom side of all the leaves. Uh, you know, it's been a labor of love trying to save this tree, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just about at my wit's end with it. All right. Um, so is this on all leaves or or where on the no, tree? Well, it's, uh, I want to say it's on the northeast side of the tree, uh, about five or six feet off the ground. And where were you standing when you sprayed? Uh, all, I, I used a pump sprayer, and uh, I stood on the ladder and started at the top and work my way all the way down, saturate the tree on the tops and the bottoms of the leaves, and okay. all the way down the trunk. All right. I I was trying to see if there might be any chance that you stood on the north, northeast side of the tree and, and maybe did some uh, spraying. I, I was trying to trap you, Harry. I'll, I'll be <laughs> honest. I thought maybe no, you I, sprayed in the heat of the day and, and burned the leaves. Um, I would imagine that, that uh, the brown spots are... Um, I, I don't know what they would be. They wouldn't be fire blight if they're down low and yep. if they're scattered over the whole branch, fire blight will, will be, um, as, yep. as you know, as, as we described back then at the ends yep. of the twigs. Um, right. but if it was really infested with fire blight, I guess it could be on, on little twigs that are all the way up and down the branch. But at this point, I think all you can do is wait and see how it comes out next spring and see if you have fire blight on on, uh, twigs that are up and down those branches. Yeah, I I talked to the gentleman over at uh, Callaway's in Arlington, and, of course, that's what he told me to do. And then I talked to you, and you said the same thing. And I'm telling you, this tree is is, uh, really taking some hits because I started at the top of it, and it was all the way down through it, nearly all the way to the bottom limbs. What variety? Uh, I don't remember that. It's a it's a kefir kefir kefir. Kefir, yeah, kefir. Kefir is a good one. It's it's worth fighting yeah. for, and odds are that you won't see fire blight every year. If you can get ahead of it, you may be able to stay ahead of it. Okay. Spray it uh, while it is in full bloom with agricultural streptomycin. Uh, it, okay. The, the disease spreads while it's in full bloom, and and that antibiotic spray will not harm the. I would still do it in the evening. Uh, when the bees yeah. are not active, but it won't harm the bees. That's not a problem. Okay, sir. Well, I, I've got that in my in my uh, phone calendar, so I'll be doing that. But I do appreciate it, and thank you very much. And uh, uh, I'm really sorry for your loss, sir. Well, it's not my loss as much as it is everybody's loss, and especially his three daughters. So thank you for that. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, appreciate right. that very right. much. Right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go to Gordon in Buffalo. Gordon, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, yes, sir, and condolences again for your friend you. and their family. And, man, yeah. you just lose too many friends nowadays. Well, mm. somebody who's 56 should not just try to get out of his car and then slump back into the car That's and, and be so vital to so many people. That just shouldn't happen. I know that Brad Sham yeah. and, and uh, 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 oh, I'll be all right. I'm just I'm really stunned right now, but. Um, I, oh, I know yeah. that I know that mm. the people who worked alongside him every day are are just uh, taken aback at this and and couldn't go on the air. So anyway, how how can I help you today, Gordon? I am building a covered deck on the back of my house about twelve by forty, and on one end, right in the center, is about a sixteen inch diameter oak. I've already framed around. I'd like to keep it. 
I was just wondering, uh, you know, what would be the best way for watering that thing and not, you know, rotting the bottom side of my deck out at the same time, too. But, or is, should I cut it down? I hate to cut I don't want to cut it down, but, you know, should I? Mm. All right. Tell me, uh, um, if you will, who, uh, I'm sorry, uh, tell me what kind of oak you have is what I was trying to say. <laughs> now I was afraid you're gonna ask that. I ain't got a clue, man. <laughs> All right, it's just a, it's just an oak oak tree, as far as I know. Well, you have you have a lot of oaks in Buffalo. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. How oh, large yeah. are the leaves? Oh, yeah. uh, are they the size of the palm of your hand? Or are they much bigger? Or are they smaller? Uh, they're smaller, and. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take a chance. What I'm worried about is you might have a post oak. Listen to me closely because this is pretty serious. If you have a post oak, Quercus stellata, post oak, P-O-S-T, that one is especially mm-hmm. sensitive to anything you do around it. You don't want to change the grade. You don't want to do anything that will um, uh, negatively impact no, no. that tree. And so no, you I'm have not. to be. Uh, you have to be so careful about um, yeah. uh, any any changes. You don't want to cut water lines through. You don't want to put any kind of power yeah. lines in the ground no. or anything. Yeah, hang on. Don't yeah. let me let me finish. Uh, so okay. so be very cautious about any anything that you do that might impact the roots for with post oaks especially. Now uh, you're doing a wood deck. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. I I don't think you have to worry about getting water to the tree. It's going to be fine. It will get water from roots that will go outside beyond the deck. How far, how far uh, outside the drip line of the tree will the deck extend? Uh, not uh, the drip lines past the, past the deck. All right, then then it's going to be fine. It will be fine. Water that falls, rainfall, will uh, go through the deck, through the the, uh, the 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 gaps in the lumber or whatever you're using to build your deck. They'll get down. Uh, the rain will get down to it, so you don't need to add any water uh, through the deck or beneath the deck. Uh, I wouldn't think you well, would need to. I'm putting a roof on it, also. So you didn't tell me that. I got oh. you. All right. So that yeah. does that yeah. does take that away. Um, and how much of the how much of the uh, of the root zone is going to be covered? The whole tree, or or just one side of it, or what? Uh, it's going to be just about all of the root zone. But like I say, the drip line extends past the uh, roof and the deck and everything. I got that. But but is the tree in the center? Is it at one side? Where dead okay. center. All right. But- um. When when I mentioned you don't want to do anything uh, too drastic around a post oak, that would also include putting irrigation in. So you need to be very careful about uh, doing anything heroic in there where you start adding a lot of water. What you might want to do is, uh, is it going to be, are you going to have skirting around it? Uh, yeah, yeah, something to you know, keep the critters out from All right. coming up in there or whatever. All right. If you're putting skirting in, then whatever you put under it for irrigation is going to have to be made permanently, uh, uh, so that no, yeah. you know, you wouldn't want to use some kind of a rubber hose or something, a, a cheap drip hose that that might deteriorate. So I'm yeah, just trying to get a handle on this thing. Uh, probably what I would do is put a, a PVC pipe in of some sort and then uh, put uh, some kind of uh, a drip. Uh, head into it that that cannot go bad on you and uh, put them every five feet or so and just use that in dire emergencies Uh, if you get an extended drought like we had in 2011 and like this one is starting out to be (laughs) and and get get the ability to put some water under it um, and maybe have two of those maybe have them 10 feet apart and run them out to the outside yeah. so you can hook up to them and and uh, and irrigate that way. That would be my suggestion. But the tree will do all right if you have supplemental water right at the edge of the deck. All right. This Can is not spray heads that you have to worry about with the deck. These are these are uh, uh, these are these are some kind of a a, 
a really dependable dripper head, not a not a plastic uh, rubberized thing. These are these I'll are probably use some PVC and drill PVC a bunch of holes, dripper heads. small holes. Well, these yeah. are yeah, you can do yeah. that, but remember they could clog up, so be careful. I'll oh, let yeah. you work oh, on that yeah. one, Gordon. I hope it works well for you. I'll bet you'll like that deck. We finally gave up on wood decks and put in one of the engineered uh, uh, products, and I've been really happy with that. It's worked out well. I got to run. I hope that helped. Thank you, sir. All right, Emmanuel in Mansfield. I'll come right back to you. Emmanuel has uh, a one of these good plants run amok, and uh, we'll uh, discuss it. It's not bamboo, but it's along the same line, just on a smaller scale. I want to tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, this is uh, this is my opportunity to get you a really good deal on it, and for a limited time, a very limited time, subject to a va- uh, stock available to you. It's um, uh, my book at $32.95, the fifth printing of my book, and it's while I have copies of the fifth printing available. And I decided to put a summer special price on. When it turned so hot and dry, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put the book on sale. I could use the cash flow. Um, my sixth printing will be coming, uh, you know, taking delivery before too long. And at that point, I'm really going to have to have some cash flow. When you self-publish, you pay ahead of time or you don't get delivery. Simple as that. And so uh, so that's a little insight into the Sperry business plan such as it is and uh, so I'm, I'm giving you this opportunity to save a lot of money and to get a copy of my book so that you can plan your fall landscape improvement projects chapter one of my book is the basics of gardening in texas things you have to know to get started about soil types about the um, climatic zones the hardiness zones of texas why i think the old map was more accurate than the new map from the usda etc cetera, etc cetera. chapter two is that 48 page calendar of when to plant prune fertilize and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden you'll never have to wonder when should i prune this when should i plant that it'll all be in there four pages per month chapters three through eleven cover in great detail trees and then shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, uh, perennials, then lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 11 chapters, 344 pages, 840 photographs, a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed by the talented people at Clear Visions in North San Antonio and bound by Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio. This is a book that is a Lone Star book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Now, the things that are different about the book that you normally wouldn't expect with a book, it's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Those are personal decisions on my part, not because I wanted to make more money. This book should be selling at 50 or $55 with all of what I just described, but it's thirty two ninety five. The difference is I can sign these books because I have them in my garage stored there in Climate Control Garage. I sign them there. Zeus the dog and I sign on Sunday nights and Mondays, and I take them to the post office myself. You'll see me pushing them into the loading dock in the back of the post office on Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays, and uh, then they are sent out um, uh, the uh, uh, express mails, what I'm trying to say. So that's how we get the books to you, and that's kind of cool. I enjoy that very much. So I'd love to have a chance to get the book to you, and that's how you do it. But you can't go into stores, and you can't get it on Amazon. You need to call my office. That's where you order, or go to my website. That's the better way to order. You can call the office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800 752 grow that's 800-752-4769 the better way is to order it from my website neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y 
www.advancedfoundationrepair.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. You go into enough stores where you don't get helpful folks, you get other folks. Well, at Ace, you get the helpful people. And uh, you can stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer today and find a great deal on Cutter Backyard Bug Control Insect Killer Liquid Concentrate 32 ounces. I didn't make it. For ten ninety nine, save an extra three dollars off for Ace Rewards members, and pay only seven ninety nine limit of two. Enjoy your backyard again with here comes again, Cutter Backyard Bug Control Spray Concentrate. Oh, I don't have all the other stuff with it. It controls mosquitoes, listed ants, fleas, and other listed insects on lawns, landscapes, and outdoor surfaces. Cutter Backyard Bug Control Spray Concentrate kills fast and lasts all summer. It includes a quick flip hose-in sprayer that activates the spray at the flip of a switch. For best results, apply it early before the insect populations build up. It covers up to 5,000 square feet of lawn. Cutter insect repellents have been helping families have fun together outdoors for more than 50 years. Goodbye, mosquitoes. Hello, summer. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know. Your neighbors. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you as well. And let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Emmanuel in Mansfield. How can I help you, sir? Neil, thank you for taking my call this morning. I have an evasive plant, Luelia. How do I get rid of it? It's taking over my uh, flower bed. All right. Ruelia, or Mexican petunia, it's sometimes called, is invasive. The, the, the big tall one is. And I've talked myself right up to about a minute left in the program, so let me do a quick answer for you. Most people dig it out, and and it, because sprays are not going to be effective, it'd take too many times with a broadleaf weed killer spray. What I would do is soak the bed thoroughly and use a sharpshooter spade and just dig it out. You won't have to dig more than a couple of times. Uh, if you ever want to plant it and contain it and control it, use a deep edging about 12 inches deep so that it cannot go under the edging uh, that might be uh, something you have to concoct out of uh, formica or something but that would work folks i'm out of time thanks for listening happy gardening <laughs> 